0: Hi guys, Joel here. Just a quick note before the podcast starts. We didn't mention it in this podcast because we weren't sure if it was going to be ready on time, but we've just launched our brand new website and online store, so you can check that out at keylocktheband.com. Cheers.
1: and Here's Hello
0: and welcome... To the Keylock Podcast, I'm John Major. With me, as always, is Aaron Keylock and Johnny Hudson. How's everybody doing?
2: I'm not bad. I'm not so bad. How are we? I'm all right, man.
0: Yeah, I've uh, I've had worse weeks. Uh, there you go. Statement made. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, Um, no, I'm all right. I think. Um, uh, the kind of coming out of lockdown things um, thrown me a little bit, not necessarily good or bad, because it's because um, they kind of bill it like it's all going to change, it's all going to change, it's all going to change, but maybe not so much because <laughs> you're in a different tier and you're oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's just yeah, bro, it's be in the, dark the, hand the hand case, though, isn't it? Like, sorry. Oh, he's off. Two less less than a minute in, and he's uh, throwing the towel. So welcome to the Keylock Podcast. With me as oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, last week we uh, we talked about something that I'd learned in the in the shape of a musicianship feud between uh, Rod Stewart and Elton John. This week I have learned something new. Um, so this is now a recurring segment because I this is two weeks on the trot that I've learned something. It's uh, quite an achievement. So
1: no um, is it another feud?
0: <laughs> you are?
1: Is it another feud?
0: No, it's not. It's well, it is oh. to a degree. It's it's more the opposite of a feud, which is um I mean the we'll get to this. So are you aware of the producer Robert Mutt Lang? Um he produced like *Back in Black*, various ACDC albums. He's like one of, sort of the biggest rock producers. Ever to grace the earth. This week, I learned that for I believe quite a period of time, he was married, to Shania Twain.
1: <laughs> what a shocker that was! Now,
0: that's will be honest. Me much. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um. Now, I know what Shania Twain looks like because who wouldn't know what Shania Twain looks like? So, they were married, here we go, Um, 1993 to 2010. That's that's a good period of time. Yeah? Yeah. And I mean, that's like. I was
1: expecting one of those, you know, like Greg Orman and Cher things where it's like, you know, a couple of months.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the your marriage. I mean. Fair play to Greg. Hi, <laughs> right, yeah. I think I'd still marry Cher, even if it was for a month. Like, I mean, is this that... now
1: a thing, though? Are we now like are we now bring or bringing in like a bit of a uh, a bit of rock just, and just news?
0: Thing? Yeah, just something that surprised you this week. I then. Um, okay. I mean, is I, I mean, want. Does I'll, that count as news? What I mean, yeah, they divorced in two thousand and ten, so I don't yeah, think obviously. so. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was
1: it's news to us.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, exactly. It was news to me, so it works. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. This the segment remains. New information. um information. I can go with that. I mean, that was like that was prime Shania Twain. Like she was massive in like sort of late nineties. So like, I just wouldn't have. This is the thing, right? So I'm I'm now. I'm currently on Shania Twain's Google. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to Google Mutt Lang to see what he looks like because I don't have a clue what he looks like and I need to find out if he's deserving of Shania Twain because she's a good-looking woman.
2: Is this like a weird... Are you outing yourself on like a weird celebrity crush here? Is this like a celebrity crush? I think it's a weird celebrity crush. <laughs> no, well, no. It's, I wouldn't say it's, it's like standard issue, but not, not really that any of my... Celebrity crushes a standard issue, but the um, I, I don't know, like Shania Twain's quite a <laughs> it's quite a, quite out there, man. Is it? I've never heard. Thought, yeah, I've never heard. I don't think I know
1: anyone else
2: to pick. I don't know. Like it, in the back of the tour bus, when you're talking about celebrity crushes, I've never heard anyone go, "Oh, Shania Twain." Shania Twain,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Apart from you. Yeah, I apparently now. Oh dear. Um, yeah, she's not bad looking. I mean, I wouldn't say like she's not. I don't really know. The best, I don't know. But... Well, give
2: us a geek Shania just so it's awkward, so I can see Joe at a bit around you.
0: <laughs> so I've googled Mutlang. He looks like well, back in the like I've got a wedding picture of of him and Shania. He looks like on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Dave Mustaine now meets David Coverdale back in the day, is the best way I can idea. describe it.
2: I can see it.
0: He's, yeah. I mean, uh, my, yeah.
2: My life's mission now is to get you a carbo I out of Shania Swain.
0: I mentioned once yeah. that it's like she's all right looking, and then it's like, i <laughs>
2: We're
1: gonna add it this to the is, rider. Like, this
0: is just a repeat of the
1: bloody. in every dressing room.
0: This is a repeat of the going to the toilet on stage debacle. <laughs> I mentioned once as a joke that oh, yeah. <laughs> I could if I wanted to, and all of a sudden I've uh, I've taken a shit on stage multiple times. So
2: always though, yeah. You'll notice as gigs get longer the less time I go and spend over by the drum riser.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there Sting. you go. That's that's my... Uh, celebrity crush. My celebrity crush and thing that I learned this week. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <That's me. laughs> I, don't, I don't know where, I like, you, where you go from
2: that. I mean, I like the kind of I'm bringing this... To the to the fold crab sticks yeah. and not any crab. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like let's hope
0: that it like it gets sort of less connected to rock and roll music as the weeks go on. Cause I mean I feel like I've I've managed to get it somehow connected with us, you know. Mutlang's a Yeah. <laughs> Mutlang produced A C D C and we have a connection to A C D C. We're on the same management as somebody that toured with A C D C so yeah.
2: Yeah, I suppose it's it's kind of loose, it's like the three degrees of separation, and it like the idea exactly. Like, what's the thing? Like, every there's three degrees. to you know, Jimmy Page or something? There's like a, the idea that you'll know someone who Everyone knows.
1: knows Jimmy. Jimmy Page. Do
2: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every, you'll know someone who knows Jimmy Page.
1: It's like you'll always meet somebody who always says they're they're Irish. You'll never meet anyone who's not Irish.
2: Well, you, especially here, man. <laughs> We all
1: are.
2: <laughs> everybody yeah,
0: everybody
1: is. Yeah, uh, you go to America and every person you meet, there says they're Irish. It's crazy,
0: right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is something that I've noticed, sort of in in the recent years, is that like, in like British sitcoms, you never get. I mean, this is going to be totally, you know, out out of nowhere, but like you never see like Judaism as like. A sort of central, like you never see a main character that's like a Jew, you know. Like, but in America, uh, like they, they, they're like, there's so many, well, like, true, I suppose, yeah, yeah. Have like, um, you know, those people as a central kind of characters. I mean, it's just because I've been watching New Girl, and there's like, you know, there are bar every other week, and but the, uh, there's not
2: there's there's probably not a lot of thinking about it there's probably not a lot of uh, mixed um it's not a very diverse places I don't think British television in that or no. it's not like mo- most Like most characters are uh, white English people you know what I mean um, every country
1: yeah. every like country will have its like um almost script doesn't it that you stick to in the name of america everyone has like this type of characters you can plot it all out you know
0: it's yeah like, yeah it yeah it's like
1: to our script yet.
2: it's like the like, i was listening to a thing about when they were making the office for america um they, they kind of they made like a conscious decision to get normal looking people not like they didn't want to just follow the friends model of they're all 25 and they're all sexy like yeah
0: yeah
2: and, and if you if you think about Friends, there's there's ver- there's virtually no diversity on Friends. There's there's virtually Aye. none. In, very little in stuff like Frasier. You know what I mean? It's um, yeah. it's a particular right. diversity. Yeah, to play.
1: get that
0: in there. Didn't you? Aye. It's been a while since we've had that, that bingo slot taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm usually singing the praises of Frasier. Yeah. Um,
2: but I think it's the same. It's the same in the in the UK a little bit. You know what I mean? I think. Um, you're right. There's not. There's not a lot of Jewish main characters.
0: Um like when, when there's like group scenarios. There's never like a Jewish character with among yeah. them. I, I feel like, yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah, I could just think of a few American TV shows. I've like Bar Mitzvahs. Is like Seinfeld. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> funny you mentioned about like Friends. Have you ever seen? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You no, know, <laughs> I, I need to. So, um, yeah. uh, Rob McElhenney, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but um, he plays Mac in in the show. He was on about like he was talking about the sort of friends dynamic where like as the show goes on, you can see them all getting richer because they all become skinnier, the teeth becomes whiter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he literally he was like, I wanted to make it the exact opposite with this show. So at one point, he just put on like. 200 pounds and like just became like fat mac like the, the the difference between him like at the start of the show and then like in the middle absolutely yeah. nuts and i mean he did it for the purpose of the show like he just just ate and just gained mass um and now he's gone the other way he's like super super ripped um which is good cuz i mean it can't have been good for his health to You don't to fancy him as oldy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a weird one, and it's—I've um, never really thought about oh it He's a celebrity
1: crush. So tie it between Shania Twain and Fat Mac. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if it was going to be Mac, it would be a Ripped Mac. I definitely wouldn't go for Fat Mac. thats hes it's pretty grim. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, no, uh, Rob's not on that plan, list.
2: Um, yeah. I can't think of any. I haven't got a great knowledge of television really like I, I tend to get quite connected to to stuff and I'll just just, just I'll put Peep Show back on you know because I mean? it's easy yeah. like, I, I know it but there's there's not a lot of um but there's not there's not really a lot of re- religion really is there in television. No. No.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like you see churches every now and again but I mean like Yeah. Probably not suppose, outside of a marriage situation. I don't know. Yeah. The point, I suppose, the point you're making is that
2: in in a religious situation in British television, there's very few synagogues. There are always churches, or there's very few mosques. Yeah, I mean,
0: literally, th- the the main thing is just like the whole bar mitzvah thing. Like, I feel like there's so many shows that where like it cuts to an awkward moment at their you know bar mitzvah when they were they were a teen, and um, yeah. you just don't. I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of differences between. American TV and British TV but that was just one that yeah. I'd, I'd kind of noticed.
2: Yeah. I, w- yeah. I wonder in, in um I wonder if maybe cult- there's a difference culturally like um because Amer- when Americans do parties or especially on the telly it always looks very big and garish and 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 almost Hollywood like the like. I've always thought how cool American like Halloween looks compared to ours
0: like <laughs> Yeah yeah.
2: Really yeah. Like
0: on, Did you on, see? Um, <laughs> I think it was this year. Um, there's a store called Home Depot in the states. Yeah. And um, this year for Halloween, they were selling a 12 foot skeleton. <laughs> it was. It's absolutely brilliant. There's an absolutely brilliant video of um, somebody's driving in a mini, and they've got <laughs> this 12 foot skeleton on the back, and it's just like hanging over the edge. But like, it's like fully posable and stuff, and you can like people have had it in the gardens and stuff. It looks absolutely insane. It looks so cool. Like if I, if I lived alone in America, I'd have that just on the chair, or like on a oh couch yeah. or something. You'd have like a sort of um, you know novelty sized, um, de- like a rocking chair on your front porch, <laughs> yeah. with this twelve foot skeleton knocking yeah. about in it. Yeah, that'd be but class.
2: Like, I, w- I wonder if, if um, in the in the UK. The bar, the bar mitzvah isn't quite the uh,
0: over celebrated yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it's the same with prom isn't it like you know you yeah, think of prom true. in the UK I mean it's, it's it's a you know it's a formal affair and you know everyone gets dressed up and stuff but there's not like that weird culture like there is in the States where everyone's you know like will you go to prom with me and it's like a marriage proposal yeah. and everyone goes buck wild yeah. for it and yeah,
2: you know there's
1: definitely not my prom no
0: All but
2: right. the hype high- the the whole high school thing seems a lot different, doesn't it? Like, the, the dynamics, like, I've spoken to a couple of people and, like, I work with an American guy and I was like, is it like it, because all, every, every time you see American high school on the telly, there's, like, the jocks, hey, kid, give me your lunch. And there's, like, the kind of the geeky dudes and there's, like, the kind of pot-smoking skateboarding dudes. It's like, is it like that? And he's like, 100%. It's exactly right. like, yeah, like he he yeah. It's not that much what? different
1: from high school, so is it?
2: Yeah. You did didn't well. have
1: like the like the rugby player sports guys and then like the nerdy kids <laughs> and then the skater stoners. We
0: didn't we didn't have rugby players, son. Yeah. We, <laughs> we had football players. Do you not have the water polo crew?
2: <laughs> 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 and then the jousting team would come in. No, you don't no.
1: have um, hey, do you know we actually have our own fucking um What's that game on Harry Potter? Quidditch. Yes, we have our own Quidditch game
0: in Oxford. In you also have that weird, what was it anti, anti, you. whatever it's said, called?
1: The anti what?
0: You know and the uh, lobbing the stick at Auntie the. Uh,
1: yes, Aunt
0: Sally. Aunt, Aunt Sally. Sally, there you go. Yeah, so this is something Can you, that. You remember
2: um, when we played in that little in that little pool when we the warm up thing, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. And I did it on the first one. I should have
0: just left it there because I was like, "Shit, the... <laughs> I can't." Oh, yeah. Alright, so we uh, did a warm-up show in Oxford for. I mean, we've done it a couple of times, but um, it was something With that we the... learned that in. Yeah, um, we did. We did it Glasgow. before the Glasgow show as well. Yeah, that was uh, when it was. Um, we learned that there's a sort of very. I would say regional. It's town centric. Um, game called Aunt Sally, where people take <laughs> is, it's a rolling pin, isn't it? That's the no, it's
1: the, like a, it's just a baton, like a anything.
0: I feel like I feel like it was mentioned that it was usually like started out as a rolling pin. I feel like that's like Probably what they usually. Like
1: that, but...
0: Um, and there's a what, what's at the end of it? Like I, I can't remember, bow. like a big bow, right? And you've you've oh, got to stand, you know, twelve feet back and and lob this rolling pin and hope that you hit the ball. Um to knock the ball off the ball a bit like and...
1: backwards bowling.
0: Yeah. it meets cricket. Um <laughs>
1: without the so we, had,
0: we had a few rounds with uh like a LucasAid spot bottle at the end of the Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was no ball. was
0: there? No no <laughs> um so yeah we we just sat playing with a bottle for a while. And then Johnny Johnny hit it first time. Uh and then was like, oh, I'm going to do it again, and then just didn't do it again.
2: <laughs> I'll... I could have just left it at one. Do you know, I've, I've played oh, yeah. In my entire life, I've played one and a poker. a one, and kind of went, okay, I'm going yeah. to leave it there before this becomes something, you know?
0: It's um, nice to have that kind of mic drop moment, and then it's like, right, I'm out, see you later. Like...
2: Yeah, just like, my, the, yeah. Yeah, but no, no, I didn't have a water polo team in my school in Dovecott. Um, <laughs> or, uh, no, it was it just wasn't it wasn't really like that in my school. It was um eat or be eaten a little bit.
0: I mean I feel um, like in my school we had like the sport people. Yeah. Like that's
1: what I you mean, have you like... have the popular kids, you have the nerdy kids, and you have the stoner kids.
0: We didn't really, I don't feel like we had stoner kids. We had. Oh, we did. Just <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> I think people probably looked at me and thought, he's a stoner kid, but I just wasn't, as we've discussed. I haven't done any drugs. Um, but yeah, we had definitely had like the kind of popular sport and folk, and then everybody else was just a mix of. I mean, people had their own kind of cliques and stuff, but it wasn't like I think determined my school... by one thing, you know?
2: yeah i th- i think my school was a little bit more um primal
0: <laughs> yeah it was
2: just a little bit more primal than than that, than than the the kind of sports kids and the, like, it was just a little bit more um i don't know it was a rough place my school
0: but <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean at, at my school we we occupied um Occupied is that word? Occupied? Occupied, yeah. Occupied, a singular space within the school. So for five years, nearly, because it got bloody boxed off at the end, um, there was an area that was in between sort of two buildings called the quiet area, right? The objective of this area was it was like a nice, calm place for people to come when they wanted to get away from the general kind of playground antics and all that kind of stuff so we took it upon ourselves for five years to just wreak havoc in this area it was never never quiet not for five years I that's why they boxed off because they were like it just doesn't serve its purpose because we were there um so i don't really know I, I feel like if if we'd left the quiet area maybe we would have seen all of these different you know the jocks mm. and all that kind of stuff but we didn't so <laughs> um yeah yeah I spent half my school life looking like uh,
2: Billy Joe Armstrong, man. I had like blonde spiky <laughs> hair. Well, obviously, nice. well, this is called blonde. and eyeliner, and like black jeans and Converse. Um, and I think I I didn't get beaten up regularly because I played football, so yeah, kind of managed to slip in between the uh, in the cracks a little bit. I don't remember much of school, like. I, I don't know about you guys, but like, you see, Aaron, you it probably because you were only there last year, but like, I, um, I, my memory of it, it's really like vague. I can, you know, what's odd though. I can walk, I can mentally walk around the building, but like hmm. if I ever bump into anybody and they go, Oh, do you remember when this happened? And I'm like, no, like one of my, te- <laughs> one, of, one of my teachers, um, one of the students in my year, apparently unbeknownst, I can't remember this at all. Um, someone robbed the, his car keys off his desk Took his, um, took his car for a joyride on lunch and then got arrested as he came back into the school. And I, I feel like I can't remember that at all, but I can also picture it, if you know what I mean. It's odd. Like,
0: yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Um, I feel like other memories have come in and just like, you know, like a, on a computer, just like uh, taking up that file. No, we need this yeah. space for the time. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: I was that kid that did that shit, so that's why I remember most of it, because I had a good time.
0: Didn't you throw a teacher's bag out of, a, like, a third-story window
1: tower block i hit their uh, bags in the ceiling you know the push-out tiles yeah in fact, we had people that picked up cars moved them down the street we had kids selling drugs to teachers we had pedophile teachers we had a lot of police come to school actually i don't know how much i'm allowed to talk about the sex offenses so i'd better stop that
0: are <laughs> oh, yeah, involved a local... in avon
1: <laughs> now a local newspaper did ask us questions and i said that the uh the guy that went to prison told me to get up against the wall once. Which he did. I broke out of school and he asked me to stand against the wall so I told the newspaper about it and apparently I wasn't allowed.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we've just done it again. I mean, that's not this is a, a local newspaper, so... <laughs> uh, it's the statute of limitations. It's fine. It's Sometimes
1: all... people forget hippies have a little punk rock in them too.
0: <laughs> that's, it's, it's absolutely mental when you tell school stories because... Like, knowing you now, I just would not ever see you as that kid. Like, have me as, um,
1: have a really bored Aaron with a lot of distractions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just nuts. Just still blows my mind. Anyway, it's, uh, it's about time we head over and do a little bit of album club. So Album Club is where we take an album and we talk about it similar to a book club, but it's not book club because it's Album Club. Um, So last week, it was my turn to pick and I had to make a connection between Tabasco and Sweet Tea and whatever my album was, so I decided to do Midland's album Let It Roll because they are on the same record label. Um... I, I mean, the reason I chose it as well is just because it's one of my favourite albums uh, at, at the moment. Uh, I just think it's great. So I'm going to have some pretty biased opinions within this, but um, we'll get <laughs> straight into the questions. Um, is it your first time listening to the album in full? Yes. Yeah. Right?
1: I did um, four tracks, I think, of it. Right. Uh- I'm guessing it's pretty much the singles um, like the 21st century Honky Tonk American Band Cheating Song and then the first song as well Let It Roll um, right yeah so yeah I'm guessing that was kind of the singles right
0: Um, it was uh, Mr Lonely and Cheating Songs so one of them's in there yeah.
1: okay one of them um, yeah
2: but yeah a bit but first time listening in full Mr Lonely was very cool Um Long live the blues, keeping me in business. What a great line! Uh, yeah, there's. I, I picked some of the lyrics out of this one actually, man. Uh, in let it roll, and uh, there's. I think it's in the first verse. Um, he says something about a strong, vivacious woman. I was like, yeah, okay, this, this is lyrics.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm all about that one.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Bye. Yeah, I, I've definitely heard this album multiple, multiple times. Um, I, I, I don't think. blame you, man. Like this, this.
2: This album. Um, sometimes when we do an album club, I get halfway through and go, oh, "It's not really pick. It's not grabbing me as a, as a record." Yeah. But this one massively did, man. I was well into it. It's just got a, such a great sound. Um, one of the things I thought was was really impressive was, and I'm I'm presuming it's by design, was that the the licks, the the use of stereo was really clever. So. Someone would lick way back here, and then someone would reply to it over here. It, like, but it'd be like lap steel and banjo, or something, or lap steel and acoustic, yeah. or something like that. And it just seems to bounce off each other really nicely, without kind of distracting from what was coming in centrally.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things that really struck me about Midland from the from the get go is that the, the arrangements are so brilliant and just so genius. Like, there's so many like it, when it's you know when it's uh, fragile, it's fragile, and ne- and it needs to be. But even then, like, there's the little bits that they just sneak in that just sound so nice, and there's, like, so many little little bits that you just, yeah. you know, all those little licks that you hear every now and again. It's, I mean, every now and again, it's every five seconds, but they're all mint. <laughs> like, they all really add to the song. The um, I, the,
2: the thing you are talking about, man, hit me big time. Especially in, st- I think it's Mister Lonely, there's a bit where they kind of do that, that f- like that kind of force the floor and the bass drum thing. I love yeah. that man. But they do it again in 21st century honky tonk American band where they, it's like a, it's like a double chorus where they where they do that kind of pounding on the floor thing. Yeah. Uh, said to me. Yeah. 21st century. Love that man. I, I think there's fewer things that get a uh, get a, a room going than just that kind of bomb, bomb, bomb. It's just so simple and beautiful but it's just that it you'd go to war on that kind of that kind of thing like a like a bull you know yeah
0: i think the majority of this was in my um you know when spotify does its yearly thing of like here's your top songs of the year i think the majority of this album was like right up at the top um but i mean i definitely like if, if you like the album i'd definitely recommend the first album as well which is it's it's pretty much the same thing. I don't think they've they've put out, like, a bad song. <laughs> they've definitely right, put out songs get... that, that are more sort of um, intended for mainstream country radio, but um, mm. I still don't think... Like, I, I read a review about this album where it was like, if somebody told you that it was, you know, a, a record full of songs about drinking, um, cheating songs, and, you know... Uh, all, all that kind of stereotypical cliche country stuff, you'd be like, I don't want to listen to it. I've heard enough of it. But then you put it on, and it's so well disguised. Um, yeah, it really gets away with quite a lot of like the kind of the stereotypical. Way, though, Absolutely, yeah, it gets away with a lot of like the, those kind of tropes while still maintaining its integrity. You know. Um. I so badly
2: so was... want to play a show with these guys. I I think it'd be uh, such a good yeah. little match up. Here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they're going next year, Joe. They are, yeah. I mean, it's the, I was going to get tickets for it when it was this time last year, and then it yeah. got rescheduled um, for March, and then obviously March didn't happen, so it's um, it's meant to be... I mean, it's been rescheduled again because it was meant to be December this year. I think it's now March, April next year. Um. So it'll probably be changed again. Probably, yeah. But either That's way, we need, to, well. we need to get back on that and... Uh, try and get a date out of them because that'd be so cool to do because they're they're just the coolest guys as well like um they've got a podcast um called setting it straight and that's a very good podcast it's a fantastic podcast and again like if you're into country in any shape or form it's so cool to just hear backstories and different like kind of folklore about um you things that have happened but yeah they uh, they host that podcast and it's um there's some absolutely great episodes of that. Um it's basically they just take like a sort of country rumour. Um so there's one about Billy Ray Cyrus um trying to cash in like a million dollar check in a in a drive through bank, all that kind of stuff. So um it's just full of, and then they just kind of debunk them like and, the and get people Parsons in. I like
1: the one where his home manager buries him in a desert and steals the body. It's like, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that
0: one, that one was incredible. What a, what a way to start <laughs> off is like, yeah, we stole his body. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just full of those kinds of things, but yeah, um, I definitely recommend that as well. Um, so uh, next question is, what's your favorite track or tracks? Because mine's definitely going to be three tracks at least from this album. But what was everyone's uh, favorite? Uh, no,
2: to the good and for man. Like I, I, I sat with my tablet as I was listening to it, and I was like, oh okay, like noting them all. Uh, Let it. I thought Let It Roll was a great opener. <laughs> um, it is. But then I've also got uh, Let It Roll, Mister Lonely, I Love You Goodbye, uh, Cheating by the Rules, Playboys, uh, and Let It Roll. Oh yeah, roll away, roll away. Yeah. Then uh, 21st century honky tonk, American Bane. Just love that riff, man. Just so simple. Yeah. It's been the whole album, there. <laughs> it almost, yeah, yeah. Like I, have got a note here, on I love you goodbye, and it just says Defo a Strat.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's got, got the intro to the there. to it, that. Did open did it did it did has yeah. to
2: be on a Strat. It's yeah. got yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Couldn't be anything else. (laughs) It's a strap through small fender. Aye. Definitely.
0: Fight me, uh... yeah. Definitely. (laughs) What about you, Aaron?
1: Um, again, it's a hard one not to pick the full album, really. Um, I think, uh, 21st Century, Honky Tonk, American Band, Mr. Lonely, uh, Let It Roll, uh... There's a lot on
2: there. I'll I'll
0: stick with them. They were they were good. Yeah, I'll give a, m- a mention of Fourteen Gears. I really like that song. Um, especially that little middle it bit where they do the stabs. I, I love that bit. But um, yeah. Then Lost in the Night is uh, mainly good. because like um, <laughs> you know when you yeah, listen to that, a song that and, thing and, was good. and and it start and like a section starts and you think it's going to go somewhere and it goes exactly where you want it to go the entire sax solos in that song note for note is exactly how i would play it in my head like <laughs> um who's, i think who's singing on that song so uh, lost Which in the night the um yeah because um, on lost in the night and roll away it's the other members of midland that take over so on lost in the night right. it's it's cam duddy the bassist um right that sings and then on roll away it's jess carson the other guitarist um,
2: okay I, i've got to say i hated lost in the night with such a deep and burning passion that it, it angered me right oh wow yeah it like i, I was sat there like oh, i can't let this thing spoil i like i love loved this album <laughs> so much and i, I don't know, i don't know if it was because it was a different singer or just it just didn't sit right with me, so it was
0: like,
2: yeah, like I actually kind of because I, I had it just playing, and I was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna immerse myself in it and, and not really do anything else. And then as it was playing, I kind of went, hang on, is it is this kind of flicked onto another band? Like, yeah, it, yeah, i, I
0: absolutely get just, what you mean.
2: It, it sounded like what you said, like it was there as a as a single for the radio stations, mm. and it just annoyed me, man. I was like. I love this album. Why? Why have they done this to me? Like, is the voice just really annoying <laughs> me. Like, I just, I, it just—it
0: just bugged me. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like I think if it had been put earlier on in the album, or even uh, if "Roll the Way" was put on earlier in the album, and you could kind of get used to the 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 fact that there could be another singer involved, I think it would be easier to get away with. But like to put it three tracks before the end is like you've got you know sort of about seven plus tracks it of the same out, singer. It? And then all of a sudden you get this, I mean, he does sound totally different as well to yeah. to Mark Weiss track. um
2: Because I, I couldn't work out if it was a different singer or if it was just the singer kind of going, around. I'm going to go for something a little different and try and tell a story a little bit. And yeah. it just sounded a little bit, and I was like, ah, oh, nah. It just kind of, you know, and it just doesn't fit with the flow. Yeah. Like that's...
0: I mean, I think when, yeah, I, when was, I first started listening to it, the it was probably my least favourite as well, but then it really grew on me. Um, I understand what you mean about, like, because it's, it's the fact that he sounds like he's whispering as well. Like, it's that kind of whisper sing yeah. that um, that grated me, but yeah. Um, so we know what Johnny's least favourite is, what's everybody else's uh, by, by least favourite.
2: By a long favorite. way as well, like, it, it really annoyed me.
0: <laughs> right. I'm, I'll say um, it's on the live album that they did. Um, I would say it sounds better on the live album than he did on the record. Um, so I, I would listen to that before making a kind of final judgment on that song. <laughs> I'm,
2: a, I'm all about a live album, man. You want to you want to know yeah. what a band sounds like? Get their first album and their first live album. That's that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. For me.
0: I must say, on um, that live album, everything's like twenty percent faster as well. <laughs> the drummer's just having a whale of a time. But yeah, um, what, I don't, what, I don't know what
1: my least favorite. is, I think Johnny's, uh, I think Johnny's sold me on that. I, I can't pick a least favorite. Um, maybe I'll just go with the most different.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't, I don't think. I, I don't think there's a bad song on there. Um, I've got
2: to say as well. I'm I'm a massive fan of like, um, like you know like they're almost like a, I think I think of them like accidentally Easter eggs. Like mm. um, it starts with "Let It Roll" and then it ends on "Roll Away." Like whether yeah, it was written for yeah. that purpose, I don't know. But there's like a really early Queen album, um, uh, and it it's got the, like Brian May wrote a song called the uh, I think he called it "White Queen," and I think Freddie Mercury wrote one called "The March of the Black Queen." But they were they wrote them totally independently, mm. and I think it, it might be Queen One or Queen Two on a really early one. So the the album was black on one side and white on the other, with the respective tracks on each side of the album. Nice. And and it was told nice. by accident, like they just said, oh, it, it just kind of so that kind of accidentally Easter egg thing. I'm all about that. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I've kind of got to be conscious when I'm writing lyrics myself. Like I gotta have I said this before. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't just want to say the same thing. But then if if I've written a song five years ago and that thing that I was writing about has come to a different point, then it's all right to reference it back without it being kind of like cheesy Disney oh well this happened before you know like <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um, there's an absolutely brilliant moment like that on, on the new Biffy album there you go for the uh, for the bingo Um if <laughs> Biffy
1: all in one day
0: yeah um, what was it? the last song on side A is a song called Space and it's like very much like a love song it's all about like there's always space in my heart for you all that kind of stuff Um and then the start of side B is a song called End Of which is all about like just finishing relationships, finishing friendships, all that kind of stuff. And the first line, and that is, this is not a love song. That was just a phase. I mean, that's absolutely brilliant. I have side A, finish with a love song and then start the second side. I like, nah, here we go. It's the other way. <laughs> like as mm. far as it can go.
2: Um, yeah. I like stuff
0: like that. Yeah. Um, it's just something that for me,
2: it's, it's like, um, it just adds to the fact that this is real and uh, the guy's writing from his own perspective and, and it's like, um, you know, it's what, whatever inspired him to write the first thing was so good that he, he wrote it again almost and and yeah. finished. You no, know, I, I just thought that was really whether I, I don't know if it's intentional or, or or what, but it just it just it sat really nicely in my head.
0: Yeah. Um, would you make any changes to the structure? Now I've always mentioned about yeah. maybe moving one of the <laughs> alternate singers higher up to get people used to it because I don't. I don't think it actually happens on the first album as well, so I think I listened to the first album all the way through and then listened to the second album. So, like, when you do that as well, it's, like, even bigger of a right. sort of mm. weird change. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would, I would um, personally, <clears throat> I'd take Lost in the Night and uh, get rid of it. <laughs> 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 but I just put a different song on there. Um you know what, man? For for is it like a 13, 12, 13 tracks?
0: It's about that, yeah, I think so. It's, yeah, 12, rel-
2: 12 tracks. Twelve tracks. It's a relatively long album, long air album, or how I would consider an album, anyway. Um, it it doesn't feel like a like when it finished. I kind of went, oh, that was that yeah. didn't feel long record. It, um,
0: I mean, it's, it's fifty-one album. minutes as well. Um, sorry, is and it? there's, yeah, hang on, there's bloody, there's apparently fourteen songs. 14 songs
2: Wow
0: And 51 minutes So that's uh. Yeah I
2: didn't didn't feel like It it went on Or it didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was going Oh come on You know like it was So the running order Was pretty good The art of the running order Of an album It's like a set list Mm. In that that way And the the two things Can't be the same Like I kind of get annoyed if bands Kind of go We're going to play this In this same order As we did on the album Like oh what. Why I've hmm. got the I've got the album, you know what I mean? Like I want you to weave in and out of stuff, and yeah, you
0: know? yeah. Um, I think that's that's the thing about this album is like th- there aren't two tracks that sound remotely sort of near each other, even though it's all in that kind of yeah classic country sound. Like none of them sound um, sort of close to each other. Um,
2: Although I should I should imagine that um, there's probably this kind of occurred to me when I was listening to it, like the, when there's probably country fans who do not consider that country at all. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely, yeah.
2: Like whenever I see like the, um, the, uh, like the British Blues Association. Yeah, it's the same like, thing, absolutely. Um, I'm like, they're not blues bands, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're good rock and roll, but like, I think I said that like... Robert John and the Wreck, like, were at the top of like the blues charts, and I was like, "That is a killer rock and roll band, like a like a kind of southern rock and roll band,
0: like yeah, yeah, like southern why, maybe why southern blues really? rock, yeah." I know what you mean. There's, yeah, there's yeah. A lot. It's of, not blues. Yeah. 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 Occasionally,
1: it's, yeah.
0: Whatever, whatever.
1: Midland. Blues infused has become like a genre now, though, hasn't it? Like, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, see that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know. Uh, yeah, i right, talking um, to the blues purist about <laughs> <laughs> about what classes of blues are not.
2: Yeah, because um, I, I should imagine that there's like this country fans somewhere going, "They're not a
0: country fans you know? Yeah, yeah. But
2: yeah. whatever, man, it, it's incredible, and it's it's a kind of well trodden path in it that sound. And to make such a well-trodden path sound so kind of fresh and, and alive, I yeah. think is a testament to their songwriting and, and then the players in the band. You know, I thought they were very. Was yeah. yeah. Like, I
0: feel like when I first heard the album, I was like, this is what I wish all country sounded like. You know, yeah. um, I'd be way into way more country if it sounded more like that. You know, I, I mean, as far as country goes, I'm definitely more into the classics than I am contemporary country like radio country um, uh, you know I'd, I'd stick on Marty Robbins over you know Rascal Flats any day of the week but um, Midland are that kind of perfect um, sort of bridge between you know um, kind of old country new country and just sort of the rock and roll genre in general as well yeah
2: um,
0: so, uh, would you change the singles? So the singles were Mr. Lonely and Cheating Songs. I feel like... I think
2: I'd, I'd definitely be inclined to
0: throw in 21st Century.
2: Because <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it it sticks to me. Plus, I, I think I've... I think for your singles um, I think it's good to do the... If, if you're going to do them, I think it, it, like the idea of a single, you should... I, I like the idea that you release the two opposite songs yeah you know, you'd release a, a real kind of flat out rocker and and you know like mm-hmm. a re- lamenting tune like i still think that um like come on come in would be a, for us would be a really good single because it's yeah so different to shine yeah
0: yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: but uh, yeah i'd probably myself i'd probably i wouldn't take any of the singles away but i'd definitely release um 21st century as a single i thought it was uh,
0: yeah a i mean like tune. When you think about, like, those kind of stereotypical country tropes, like Cheating Songs is, is there. Because, I mean, the the entire f- point of the song is that it's like it's bringing back an old trope that, you know, has been done to death, but bringing it back in a new way. Um, so, I mean, you've definitely got Cheating Songs. Mr. Lonely's up there in that kind of country trope. Um Every every song's a drinking song, 100%. Like, that's like, we've got all the country artists mentioned, and um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I would maybe have done 14 Gears. I think that's um, single worthy, in my opinion. Or, or Playboys. I like Playboys as well.
1: Playboys is
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, are they, uh, they tend to open their sets with, uh, with Playboys, so... playboys.
2: Yeah,
0: um, boys! <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, do you like the album artwork? So, um, I know I, in the past I've had some pretty strong opinions about bands using photographs of themselves on the front cover. I did it with Free, I did it with Lynyrd Skynyrd. Um Midland are a band... That I fully understand why they market it as their image, because they look fucking cool, and yeah. that's the that's they have a very marketable image. Like I, I wouldn't, I mean they've got some cool artwork on T-shirts and all that kind of stuff, but for an album artwork, it makes sense to have them on a cover. And they haven't just done it, you know, it's not just a photo of them like it is on the first album, and um, you know they've got the. I think it's a Cadillac in in the thing, and they're in front of like a diner type thing, and it like, it's so perfectly American in that like in that one photo.
2: And it's it's yeah. um, it's that thing that we're going for, in it? Like, uh, what's the phrase like? Re- retro without being dusty and yeah. cliche. It's it's kind yeah. of it's very kind of of a time imagery, but all the same, it's quite modern as well, which is I think it's that perfect marriage of sound and image, it. it's that um the the look and sound exactly like this yeah i think that's the
1: thing of it like when you have like a picture as a cover a lot of times it's lazy and it doesn't match up with the sound it's just kind of uh you know but there's enough thought in the photograph and how they lay it out with the colors and everything else that it does match the sound
0: absolutely Uh, yeah i like it and I have a lot yeah. of respect for any band that's willing to put a massive pink glitter border around an album cover, like, you know, and, and not be worried about, you know, their masculinity. So, um, <laughs> yeah. That's I, I, Robin, I,
2: this band hasn't got any masculinity.
0: So I, I, we, we all beards <laughs> just to make up for the fact that we're just not masculine in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got my lumberjack shirt on today, uh, you know. Uh, oh, you've been yeah, big burly burly men cutting wood, yeah.
2: Yeah, keep you it's you need to keep your fantasies out of these podcasts, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the uh the last question is would you buy the album, stream the album, or forget it ever existed? Um I think I'm at some point I will definitely buy the album on vinyl. Um I'd be curious I'm to see st- stick with my uh Cool. sorry man, i'm gonna stick
2: with my consistent i definitely have it on vinyl i've already downloaded it um
0: yeah
2: <laughs> i thought it was very cool um yeah it's just um it's kind of it's it's what you for that moment it's like that's what you want in it like that's the it's so kind of satisfying it's it's almost like um like when you when you order food from your favorite Chinese restaurants or something like that, like you know you you, you go, I know exactly what I'm getting here, and it tastes good. You know, like I, I know yeah. what I'm getting, it's gonna be delicious. Yeah. You know, bring me that salt and pepper chicken and the seaweed.
1: Yeah, I'd buy it. i to buy Yeah, for sure. Now,
0: try Oof. to find big bars. What the uh, what the split is as far as like what side A and what side B um oh here we go this uh oh my
1: god so love.
0: it is it is technically a double album because there's two lps um... really? if
2: it's 14 so tracks it's got to be on it
0: yeah yeah so you've got let it roll "Fighting gears um mr lonely and cheating songs side a album one put the hurt on me i love you goodbye every song's a drinking song in 21st century side b that makes a lot of sense having 21st century as the final track on that side. 21st
1: century.
0: Um, fast hearts and slow towns, chained by the rules, and playboys. Side A of the next one. That's a good group. That's a really good group in a song. Yeah, I, we haven't well. we haven't even mentioned fast hearts and slow towns. I absolutely love that song. The uh, the like falsetto it. vocals that they do after the choruses is so like nice. Sounds great. Um, Bee Gees. and then
2: <laughs> and then you've got lost in
0: the night getting the feel and roll no away Did bee- um, um, I just say the
1: falsetto vocal
0: the falsetto vocal vocals yeah aye there's a sort of proud <laughs> disliker of uh, it's just it's the tomba of, of their falsetto vocals that annoys me it's so grating with the Bee Gees but um, yeah there's, there's some bands that sing a falsetto that I don't mind yeah. midland included there you go <laughs> oh, if he Fair if you do it quite a lot um do they <laughs> <laughs> yes they do um i see i'll do it more <laughs> oh god <All> right. <laughs> let it shine <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that um that about wraps us up for for album Club we've, we've answered all the questions. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this album. I think it's uh, yeah, it's one of my absolute favorites at the moment. So. God, good,
2: man, yeah. Um.
0: So it's Aaron's turn next week to decide. On. Uh... I have
1: a question.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: um, what is the uh maximum amount of tracks on an album we pick?
0: Because i of... Ooh. <laughs> um. Uh. I don't think that there has to be one. I mean, if if we want to spend a full hour talking about a a double album or you know something that's got a ridiculous amount of songs, then technically, if that's a double album, do you have to skip your next go now? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Okay, I mean, cool. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, let you let you try that out and then. If it's uh, stupid, then next time I'll be like, no, we're having a limit, and it's it's this amount. Um, yeah, I'll have so, a
1: plan A and a plan B for next week.
0: Fair enough. Cool. So um, yeah, that that's uh, that's it for Album Club. And Christ, it is hundred uh, percent time for some lemons and peaches. I didn't realize how uh, how oh, long shit. we'd gone there yeah just talking about school and you know judaism for too long um this is uh lemons and peaches where we take one thing about our week that we didn't like and that's our lemon and three things that we did like those are our peaches and we present them to the group um a la show intel um I still can't think of anything for mine. I uh, went first last week, so I'm going to say that I I don't have to go first this week. So Aaron? I'll let, let yeah, somebody else take it. the floor.
1: I'm shitting it every week, so I may as well get out of the way. <laughs> um, can, I be, can I just be the uh, obvious one and just say that my lemon is this fucking dark and cold now? Yeah. Anyone else get very, very, very tired and miserable in this weather?
2: No? No, I'm tired. You prefer the heat, and, though, don't you? I'm tired and miserable all the time, man, so the, the weather tends not to... You're hard.
1: more miserable in the heat.
2: In the mega heat mm. I am. Yeah. yeah. You're not yeah, good. Yeah. I can't do it, man. No, I, like... Like I, I was I,
1: saying, like, when we went to Hackney, you and Joe were, like, refi- refusing to sit on any of those benches because it was in the sun.
2: Yeah, fuck that, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like... See, <laughs> this is the problem, right, is I'm okay in the heat. Like, I, I love being on, like, a hot beach when i'm prepared and i've got shorts on and a t-shirt and i don't have bags on me and you know i can just enjoy being warm but when we're gigging usually we fly from the uk which is usually freezing cold so i'm in like you know trousers and a t-shirt and a jacket and then you get to the country and all of a sudden you're absolutely boiling hot do you remember um for switzerland Tom
1: had been told it's really cold and snowing, so he yeah, bought a fur yeah. coat. I remember I wore like it. a great big scarf of a fur coat. And we got there, and it was like fucking forty degrees. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we got there, and I said to him, "Fucking Elson, are you in the same place as us? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's July." <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, that's my bad thing. Uh, good things. Where the hell am I going to start with this? <laughs> um, good things in the last week um i started reading a new book it's very good what are you reading uh it's a hunter s thompson book it's uh he f- basically he's a mad bastard and he followed the hell's angels around for three years writing stories about them and it's fucking hilarious nice Uh that was in like 1966 67 i think The next three years so it's pretty mental yeah and it followed through i believe i haven't got to the end yet but i believe that part of the book goes through to the um murders at the Rolling Stone show that the uh, Hells Angels did, so I think,
0: right. yeah,
1: I think that'd be in there, which would be quite interesting from the Hells Angels yeah. point of view
0: yeah, uh, definitely
1: what else have I got? <laughs> I don't know um, oh, my new coat arrived that we spoke about last week in depth yes, and it
0: looks nice very
1: cute, very cute. does um, it fit? Got a, it does very well, and Johnny got a matching one
0: <laughs> nice yeah, I'm
1: uh, uh, I'm out now. I'm gonna to have to call it a
0: two. Yeah, I think I. I was do. I was
1: I was I was I was stretching at the cope. I mean that's uh... <laughs> I'd Johnny. Say,
2: uh, I think my lemon would probably be that um, the, the just just the way this kind of lock. I'm not I'm not being political. But like the way the kind of out the lockdown thing is being dealt with, and like it's just all kind of hearsay, and you you kind of you, it's gonna change, it's gonna change, except for different parts of the country. And because we were talking about trying to get like a writing meetup sorted, and, and then because you Aaron messaged me and said, "Oh, you know, we should be able to get together and have a jam." I was like, "I think Liverpool will probably be in the highest tier of lockdown, and it has been pretty much right the way through. Any kind of tier system's been there." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like the just, just the idea. I just feel like the the doing what they did over the summer, which is kind of go, oh, we're gonna miss a big chunk of money unless we let people out to mingle with each other. Um, I don't know. The whole thing just seems to be a poorly.
1: I well, like twats if they didn't because I can't see many people uh, paying attention over Christmas and New Year's sadly. I mean, can you imagine what New
2: Year's would be like? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, it's gonna be it's a we it's gonna weird be a disaster. Yeah, no, I'm not playing on New Year's Eve either, which is a bit weird. Um, know, about yeah, it'll be odd being at home
1: for New Year's. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I've ever done it.
2: Yeah, but my, uh, my peach, uh, my peaches, uh, which aren't very exciting, I, my, I tidied my spare room again, <laughs> which I, I did in lockdown one, and then just filled it full of shite, and I had to do it again. Um, so I tidied the spare room, and, um, uh, uh, Santa is bringing me an amp for Christmas, and uh, I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a flight case for it because I like flight case and stuff. Because um, I'm, people look at me like I'm crazy, it's like pe- you, you got a case for your phone, don't you? Like, you want your things I was,
1: just I was meant to ask you, does this mean you're getting rid of the uh scaffolding case, the scaffolding case, Mike Stein case. God no! Oh, I thought you were putting that in the road truck.
2: Okay. Oh, you mean my one, the big one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. John Lindley oh. likes it so much, man, that I, that's staying forever. Um, <laughs> You've got yeah. to be the
1: first singer to have done
2: that. I can't. I don't think I am the first ever. But like, I was because John was like, "Why have you got a Why have you got a, a case for your mic stand?" I was like, "It's a custom stand. Get a custom case." And he was like, "I absolutely love that." And I was like, "Well, James and Barry hate it." And he's like, well, tell them they're wrong. It's fantastic. I was like,
1: thank you. Thank
2: you, John. Um, But yeah, so I, I, you know, did the right thing and got on eBay and told them if there's any, you know, flight cases going spare. And uh, there was a guy that was like, it was like 40 quid. And I was like, oh, bargain. It's it's a little bit bigger than I want, which is good because for the headhunters, I want to be able to just put everything I have in one case and then just roll it in instead of going backwards and forwards to the bus all the time. And it's in one place, it's safe, blah, blah, blah and I found found one on eBay and it was like collection in Liverpool I was like happy days so I I got in touch with the fella and he was like I said uh, all right, mate we're we're about in Liverpool are you and he messaged me back saying I'm by the end of the M62 I was like oh cool I said well you know my mum lives around there Um, and he was like uh, okay well you know so I paid him and I said I'll try and work out how to get this done after lockdown and all the rest of it and he was like "Um, well I'm just off such and such a road I was like oh that's funny my mum lives just off such and such a road he lived on my mum he lived 20 houses down from my mum like Kate that I, like how mad's that like I, I was absolutely buzzing I was like this could have been anywhere in the world this flight case that I want and it was 20 doors down from my mum's house and he was like um oh yeah I've got loads of loads of hard cases and PA stuff if you you know next time you free come down and have a look so I was like yeah that's you know, and you kind of
0: just go, yeah, that, yes. Yeah, it's great. nice when it works out perfectly like that. Like, you don't it get it very often, but yeah. It just doesn't yeah. happen. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that was mine. Nice. Um, lemon, I have not a clue what f- f- to do for the Lemon. <laughs> um, I'll say editing the podcast last week was was a ball lick. I just, um, I just had that to say That was sink. last week, though. Yeah, this week, mate, so I'm
1: disqualified. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I had to do it
0: last Thursday. Um, that, that counts.
2: Yeah, it's been a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's within the last seven days, so.
2: Yeah. You are invent lax with these rules, yeah. yeah
0: I'm, I'm. sorry. So my first pitch is something that I did three years ago. <laughs> 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 now, um. Yeah, I just I had a ball um editing the podcast. Occasionally it happens. Luckily I don't have as much issues with the export as I used to. Um but for some reason getting stuff synced up, I had to do it like three times and I'd already like uh, I have to put presets on our vocal tracks um to make us all sound nice. So I'd already done that, finesse that, and then had to delete it all because it was all wrong. Um which is just never fun. Um which is annoying because the pa- I feel like the past couple of episodes, like before that, have been like super, really nice and simple to edit because we've been doing less of like the segments per episode, so we tend to either do album club and lemons and peaches or just lemons and peaches. So there's less um, cuts that I have to make and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was just annoying to have to spend more and more time editing um, <laughs> than I have to. But yeah, um, peach number one is um, that I've finally found a site that does Western shirts at a reasonable price. It's... I'm, I'm gobs back and by it, because, like... the, the what past, site is it? It's uh, called... Um, Christ, my voice is <coughs> going. Um, it's called Mazies, or Mazies. Um, okay. It's M-A-Z-E-Y-S. It's a weird site. It does, like, a lot of um, kind of punk mod... Um, scar rockabilly that kind of it does like all sorts of um those kind of clothing there's loads of bowling shirts and polos um but for some reason they have this section that's got like 10 western shirts that are all between like 29 and 35 quid which i feel is like a lot more reasonable than i see like whenever whenever i've been in london i've spotted one i've gone that's mint i love that and it's like a standard you know it's just got like a couple of bits that you'd see on a western shirt it's like oh it's 60 quid and i'm like i can't yeah. pay that for mm-hmm. for yeah. a shirt like that like i'd pay 60 quid for a, a mint really well like you know proper designed thing but not for a, a simple western shirt so if yeah, you I'm want really a fancy
1: pleased. One and you want to spend money rock mount uh ranch wear in texas right uh the trailer park boys get them done there. Gene Simmons gets his shit done there. It's fucking fancy, but
0: it's it's expensive. You're yeah. talking literally uh, bud,
1: Does he I literally get a fucking shirt from there?
0: What was that called, bud? I'll I'll Google that.
1: Rock mount Ranchware. Rock mount.
2: Save that for Just later. Good. Just to put this into into the into the atmosphere, that will quite happily <laughs> accept any clothing endorsements that we <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i yeah they're mint yeah that's, tell us about these uh, joe mazzy's i know yeah if uh if mazzy's want to send me a shirt um and i'll wear it on the podcast that's something we can negotiate you know um i don't mind you know making a bit of money um i'm absolutely going to check that website out afterwards um number two um so, something arrived the other day um that we've been working on for a little while it's not an album before anybody gets their hopes up um oh,
1: fuck.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah I, and I'm pleased with how it looks I'll uh, I mean I teased <laughs> it
1: hi
0: um I teased it on Instagram today I posted a cheeky little photo where you can see a part of the album it's it. not um, an album
2: it is not it's an not album. album yeah
0: um so yeah uh i'm pleased with how that's gone as a thing and uh three is the other day i was out in in the car with anna and we were sort of gallivanting um I you know <laughs> um and, and i just saw absolutely loads of animals and it was a really nice day i saw an owl loads of pheasants uh <laughs> chickens like roosters and, and all that kind of stuff sheep cows not a pig uh, like goat. Um and it was just uh, nice to see a lot of animals and spend the day sort of in, the, what, in the countryside man,
2: wherever we go as a band we always find animals you mm. know what I mean there's always a cat or a dog knocking about I don't mean like mad animal like oh my god where's this zebra come from oh, I mean yeah. were all, like that little puppy man remember that puppy
0: yeah. in 18th that little beagle puppy it was the cutest was, little um, thing
2: speak softly and carry a beagle And you got the pub dog in Leeds
0: yeah, yeah another, another big, big cute dog. Melee, um, yeah.
2: comes and looks at you all sad.
0: Yeah. Um, we had Spanish. the cats in Spain, Cat in Spain. Um, that was really friendly to us during the day. We got loads of snuggles out of it. It was all over us. And then we saw it again on the night because we'd um, wandered off because the power had been cut on the main stage. <laughs> um, and we were like, let's let's leave. Like We've been our a bit, it's fine. This is something that they can handle. Um we saw the same cat. It wandered past us and I was like, oh, let's go pet the cat again and it was like, and like ran off. Um, yeah, didn't like our set. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that's about our animals, isn't it? That's well, the, the main we had, ones like, I can... That dog
1: park in London
2: that Johnny chases every fox dog that he can find. <laughs> that's an odd mental image that's not literally I don't, I don't... <laughs> dog. one dog that looked like a fox and I had to go and ask and he was like no everyone asks that and I was like oh I've just pissed you off <laughs> well,
0: what, what type of dog was it that we was it a sausage dog that uh, we met on that same stretch of road wasn't it um, last time we were in London
1: oh, that
0: was cute uh, and we were talking to its owner and we just uh, like literally it was like I don't get you've got a cute dog. I'm going to start petting your dog, and then I might have a conversation with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, That's we literally were like, cute dog. And then it was like, I
2: was, yeah, I was, I was getting espresso, wasn't I? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I tend to base stuff around my last coffee. Yeah, yeah, I know. What we're <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. The, the place across the street, man,'s got a um, a shop cat. It's just massive bruising.
1: Yeah, meow.
2: Chairman Meow, yes, yes, his name, Chairman <laughs> Meow. Yeah. I'm good that we
0: didn't see Chairman Meow. He'd oh, being talked can... up like, you know, there's this there's this cat that goes about all the shops. I was like, I can't wait to see it. And then we just didn't see it. it didn't That's come nice. out. <laughs> that
2: was when Aaron had a major brain fart because we've been up too late. <laughs> and was, uh, he just kind of stood at the counter and just went, Can I eat chips? And the cat was like, Can you chips? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened there. <laughs> it was like a, it was a sandwich and panini place, and then I was thinking, right, what panini should I get? And then on the, my, on the side, I saw chips, right. So I was, my, I was tired and, and not very awake, and I just, can I chips? Nice. Yeah. Well,
0: that about wraps us up for this week of the Keylock Podcast. God, um,
1: I can guess the name of this already.
0: I've, st- I've stopped naming. I've stopped n- naming them. I was like, it's just, I have to put too much brain power into naming each episode, so, um, I've stopped naming them for now. But yeah, uh, can I shift? <laughs> yeah, it's but, um, a good night. we've got some announcements that are on the way, and we've got something to talk about as far as reaching ten thousand streams on Spotify, which I feel like we haven't really mentioned on the podcast um i know we i think we mentioned it last week because we were nearly there but yeah we've reached 10,000 streams so thank you so much everyone that has gone and has listened to that song um it means the world um, and i think we finally made a penny in uh, (laughs) (laughs) in royalties on that song so what were We're pennies lads
2: and cut it up five ways
0: yeah
1: don't get we'll carried be... away.
0: Java take 20%. Oh, and then damn 20%, <laughs> yeah. and then Five pieces. Bye. Right. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. Um, yeah, we've got something special planned to celebrate that, that we want you to get involved with. Um, but we'll talk about that.
2: We'll let you the... know.
0: Yeah, in the, in the future. Um, and then we've got other announcements for some stuff that's going on. It's not an album, Um might be. <laughs> I mean at this point it's just like the keylock podcast. It's not an album. <laughs> we're <laughs> releasing stuff every week, but it's not an album. Um yes. So yeah, um for now follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are slash keylock the band or at keylock the band on everything that we're on. Slash keylock the band on YouTube. If you're watching this on everything. YouTube. Everything. On everything, yeah. Um if you're listening to this on Spotify listen to it on YouTube, you can do that. If you're on YouTube, you can listen to it on Spotify. Um, and follow us. Follow us on, yeah, on... I think you can follow the podcast. I don't think we've got any f- podcast followers on, on Spotify. Um, you can do that. Um, but we've got plenty of followers on the band's Spotify, but we can have more. Um,
1: no, we've had enough.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I think we should just settle for, uh, for uh, just about 100, yeah um but yeah that, that wraps us up so um christ this has gone on longer than i anticipated. um we'll see you next week for some more antics and we will see you on the other side